0: Uh, first question and um, mm. this is one thing that we really uh, want to do with the uh, channel is to have some back and forth with uh, viewers yeah, yeah and so we Please. Uh, yeah really encourage your comments and questions. Uh, so our comment here or question uh, was um, statement starts out hello I play guitar. Uh, but I also try to compose for a band of two guitars, keys, bass, drums, and voice. Could you maybe talk about uh, expanding a piece of music that is created on solo guitar and doing arranging mm-hmm. tips and things like that? So, what are you yeah. thinking on that? What are your thoughts? Well,
1: I think it's no, really no different than any other instrument. Okay. You know, you have every composer starts at one except those rare people like Mozart. thought Mm -hmm. thought sort of en masse. Right. Um, But yeah, you work out. Once you know what the tune should be, should sound like, figure out the rhythm, figure out the tempo. If it was me, I would start with, what do I want the drummer to do? Mm -hmm. Then how do I want the bass player to fit in between the drums and my part? Right. If I have a second guitar, what do I want? It's just really just stacking up part by part by part. Yeah. And remembering that it's very easy to get clever and end up with way too much. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> you keep adding stuff. Going, wow, that's really cool. Listen, I got the, you know, a sharp eleven over here, and it slides in, and it comes in. Eh, nobody cares. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, yes, um, keeping it simple. Right is is going to be the is going to be the tricky thing. So, having really clear ideas of where you want each instrument to sit within the composition and. Uh, sonically in the spectrum right. of the sound as the song moves along.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, a couple of thoughts that just kind of came to mind as as uh, thinking about about this. Um, you know, oftentimes, kind of try to do on guitar what, you know, sort of the reverse, right? right? <laughs> Take an orchestral piece and try to put it into guitar. And Segovia talked a lot about that and asked, you know, uh composers who would compose for him Mm -hmm. and uh uh, all that to you know make it the orchestra and allow him to like have this horn part but of course it's a guitar you know that kind of thing um another player who's excellent solo guitarist is uh martin taylor Mm -hmm. familiar oh yeah yeah fantastic yeah Oh, he's so
1: good, yeah it's yeah. just yeah he's he's really
0: made like really got the solo thing really distilled into something that's really yeah. nice it's yeah.
1: really nice, it's beautiful, you know it's him when you hear him, yeah, but it's not you know some players do when you go, oh, I know who that is, and I really don't want to hear that uh-huh. because you're kind of tired of it or offensive, yeah, yeah, he always sounds very fresh, it's very yeah. bright it's yeah, and he
0: keeps like a really nice steady steady time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sometimes that's one little complaint about, you know, jazz guitar, solo jazz guitars. And sometimes it's kind of like maybe sometimes players try to do things that just don't sort of sacrifice the time element. Sometimes. Yeah,
1: yeah sometimes that, yeah, they're trying to fit so many, again, it's so intricate many interesting co- intricate chord voicings and yeah. little notes. and but the tune suffers yeah because the momentum sort of stops right yeah right. so yeah you've we've all heard these buyers where it's like beautiful 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 and stop noodle a bunch yeah yeah beautiful 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 it's this <laughs> weird pause where yeah. where things that think they're being interesting not, not very often right you know <laughs> yeah
0: yeah yeah so finding that balance you know yeah um yeah working in that direction so you' you're saying uh, start with the drums. Find the groove, right?
1: Find the groove. Yeah, it's you have to have the idea in your head. You know, is this a Latin tune? Mm-hmm. You know, is this a bossa nova? Uh, is this a rumba? Is this a straight up rock and roll tune? Is this a rockabilly tune? Yeah. What's the style? And that'll tell you a lot. Yeah. Right there. Yeah. You know, because there is sort of traditional voicings on every style, and if you're coming up with something completely new, cool. Yeah. Send it to us. Want to hear it? Yeah. Um, but yeah, start with a style and figure out what you want the, your rhythm section to do. Your drums and then bass, or bass and then drums. Either yeah. order. Yeah, yeah. Because then you've got something really solid to build on, and you can sort of. I think of it like Legos. Okay. You have this really cool bass that you've built. Yeah. Um, that could be really fancy, but it's there and it's solid. Then then you can kind of take bits on and off and move them yeah. around.
0: Yeah, and that's your foundation. And that's right? your
1: yeah. That's your foundation. You're building you're building on this nice solid thing with the bass and drums. Maybe keys, Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he Maybe. did mention, he did mention uh, keys. Yeah,
1: so you can decide where you want. It's your choice. You're writing it, right? There's there's all these rules about composition. None of them apply. <laughs> Write what you want.
0: Yeah, if it sounds good, it's just good. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, that's it. And, you know, we've talked about this in the past. I, I encourage making noise on your instrument to sit and make noise. But I also encourage failure. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. You know,
1: you try it. If it doesn't work, you go, right, now I know what doesn't work.
0: Yeah, one learns more from the failures than they do their successes. Absolutely. And that applies to
1: almost anything, right? Pretty much everything, yeah. Yeah. yeah, except race cars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Doesn't never it never ends well? Yeah,
0: skydiving, skydivers, riskers, yeah, maybe extreme sports in general.
1: Yeah, yeah. but um, <laughs> but yeah, seriously, we'd love to hear what you what you come up with. Um, just honestly, just go at it. Decide yeah. where you want to go. Decide what style you got in your head and start working the parts out. Sometimes it's easier, I work with a lot of people, especially doing recording sessions, Mm -hmm. um, where they just hand me a chord sheet. Yeah. And I'm like, would you make something here? Right. Ask your bass player, ask your keyboard player. Say, what do you, what do you think would sound hip here? Yeah. And usually you'll find something really cool that you can then take and mold and edit.
0: Right, so, sorry to interrupt, but, but yeah, so you could you could have some things not even really composed ahead of time, but right. but maybe have a basic framework, mm-hmm. and then you're kind of composing together in a rehearsal
1: space or yeah, something like be, that. Yeah, it's more collaborative, mm-hmm. which I find produces a better end result, right? Always bounce ideas. Yeah, yeah, and the the rest of your players, you know, they're involved. And a bit of their personality is there, and they're comfortable with that. Yeah. And so all the parts can be more solid, because mm-hmm. the players are more comfortable yeah. in that part.
0: So. Yeah. And if you have a solo guitar thing going, you know, um, you probably have an idea of, of a bass, mm-hmm. at least bass notes. Right. Right. And then and then the bass player might have, you know, some, some really cool thing. Especially if mm-hmm. there's a drum thing going you get, it, you get mm-hmm. your basic drum groove like you like you talked about. Likelihood bass player is gonna just intuit some something that's kind of cool with that groove. Exactly.
1: And, yeah. Yeah. If the ba- especially if the bass players got some ex- level of experience. Yeah. Yeah. They'll they'll hear a drum groove and go, Oh right. Right. This will work, this'll work, this'll work.
0: Yeah. Those, maybe start with the lead sheet, some chords like you were saying. Mm-hmm. Um, uh maybe some ideas that you could just throw mm-hmm. out like you know, do you like this? So maybe they'll add something. Maybe they'll subtract something. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm actually working on a recording right now for a singer, and uh, she asked me to do the arrangement on it. Mm-hmm. Brave girl. And what she did is she sent me about a dozen audio clips. Okay. And said, this is the song. Yeah. Kind of needs to be sorted out. Yeah. Right. Cool. Yeah. And of course, there's no sheet music, so I ran it through an AI program
0: that
1: pulls the melody off.
0: Yeah, yeah, you were telling me about that. Yeah,
1: exported as an XML there, I've got a MIDI file of what she played at her house 400 miles away. (laughs) I love technology. Yeah, (laughs) that's awesome, that's awesome.
0: Let's think about this tune a little bit. Yeah. St. Thomas, um, Break It Apart. So we're in the key of C. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, real famous recording of Sonny Rollins doing this on, is it Saxophone Colossus? I think it's on Saxophone Colossus. Is that the album? Yeah. yeah. Um, saxophone Colossus. And um, so we've got a. Let's see you've got a, a real a real, pretty straightforward kind it's of
1: two fives yeah it's just two five two five two five if, if you don't know what we're talking about when we say two five every note of scale has a number root is one right. second is two, so if you're in the key of c two five going to be dg mm-hmm. so it's really two fives m- moving around different key centers
0: yeah yeah exactly um so when when we have the when we get to the E minor, it might seem like a three six and the key right. of C, which you can see it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's a two five going to the two chord um, of D minor, which you could
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know think about as a secondary dominant, and that just cascades over to another two five. Right. You know?
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just kind of rolls along. Yeah. Which is really fun. Yep. And. Um, this is a really great uh, point
0: because um, as far as learning tunes when you think about the the functions um you start start to really get in touch with um um how how your lines might might move or improvise Mm -hmm. through and um and gets your ear sort of acclimated to certain things that come up again and again in, in jazz tunes Mm-hmm. So like this three six two five. It's really right. two two fives kind mm-hmm. of sitting next to one another. Yeah,
1: yeah, it, and it, yeah. I think the difference in that because sometimes I think three six two five, and th- sometimes it's okay. Here's a two five, and here's a two five. Yeah, is where is it resolving? Is is are we stationary in the tune? Yeah, or is the melody running forward, and we need to yep. think in separate two fives.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So context. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um I know in um on the iReal app mm-hmm. you can actually get it to to give you the Roman numeral yeah analysis and mm-hmm. do that um, it, it'll
1: do Roman numerals I think it will do Nashville numbers as Nashville numbers I
0: was going to bring that up which is
1: really cool Yeah that's kind of cool Um it is actually useful it doesn't seem like <laughs> it is a, outside of Nashville you wouldn't think it is incredibly useful
0: Yeah yeah it um, really is and um when I, you know, transcribe some chord changes for a student just on the spot, they come up with a tune. I, I'm I'm usually thinking about one chord, four chord, not so right. much. You know, I'm thinking about that that G that came up. What does it feel like? Does it feel right. like a one, or does it feel like a four, or right. you know, so a certain feeling about it. Yeah. I, I think.
1: But exactly, and I mean. I love the purpose of the Nashville number system. I used to live in Nashville and recording there, you might do a song three or four or five times in different keys. Yeah. Okay. Because they don't know who the singer is going to be.
0: Mm, okay.
1: And a lot of times they're recording this, basically scratch recording a song to sell and they're hunting singers. So one singer might do it in D, another singer might do it in A flat. Right. So what you end up doing is with that number system, you can read it down and see it, and then they'll say, okay, the next one we're going to do it at D. Yeah. Right. You don't change charts. Yep, It's just there. Right. right. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> like how many
0: people passed up achy, breaky heart, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah and I, being a big hit.
1: It did. <laughs> Terrible. It's, it's, <laughs> speaks poorly of our civilization. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, um,
0: um, so yeah, so let's see.
1: What? How about our,
0: uh, our form on this one? Do so we kind of have a repeat of the same thing? Yeah. In the progression. So we've
1: kind of got an A A two four bar phrases.
0: Yeah. And then we get this little kind of rundown. We got just a little movement mm-hmm. into the six, six chord, and then a two going to the, going down into the five chord.
1: Yeah, it, which is, I, I love that. That's so clever. Yeah, you know, it's it's two simple lines, that are actually ending in a walk down, uh, themselves. Yeah, that, that, yeah. Sonny Rollins is awesome. <laughs> <That's> yeah. <it. laughs>
0: and then the last the last part is it's kind of a classic little,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, and it's... get that. It just kind of runs up. Yeah. And for a bass player, that's so nice because one of my favorite licks you can see is just going dropping
0: down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's kind of what I was thinking about, actually. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Because you can go up. That's okay. got one feel yeah. to it, or you can go. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that's sort of classic
1: bass line. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's motown and doo-wop and yeah. jazz and yeah everything <laughs>
0: Of, of that um, and those genres and, and all that. I've been checking out a little bit of uh, Carol Kay and just mm. trying to learn a little bit more about her. Um, and not necessarily so much her life, but her her career mm. um, uh, and all that. Um, but I know she's from kind of the West Coast.
1: Yeah, she is LA person. Yeah.
0: yeah um and i I found out that she played guitar uh, in the studio for six years before she ever picked up bass yeah yeah she well, was uh, I don't know if she ever picked up the instrument but ever ever recorded right. professionally
1: yeah and that's and she became a bass player because the bass player didn't show up right on the gig she was on exactly exactly <laughs> really? yep and then she
0: really liked the role Mm-hmm. And was really good at it. Really, really good at it. Yeah, uh, a lot of mm-hmm. classic recordings, Beach mm-hmm. Boys. But she was also playing jazz on uh, in uh, local area, jazz guitar and stuff.
1: Which yeah, was just really kind of cool. Yeah, she had lots of club dates around LA. Mm-hmm. Um, but she was. It's if you look her up, look her website. You could take lessons from her. You probably saw that. She, yeah, you know, she has a she great has a- Facebook feed. Yeah. Which is what I'm I'm hooked on. Sometimes it's bit. very funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because somebody will say, "Well, now you couldn't have played on that," because honestly, she played on everything. Yeah. Right. She, she played oh, on everything. Oh. Other guys played on little things here and there. Um, but somebody will be, "Well, oh, you didn't play on that," and she will pull up her union book and her and her calendar, and yeah. it's like there. You know,
0: (laughs) that's just kind of awesome to have. I mean, this, I guess that just kind of goes with this day and age where you you can go straight to the source and Mm. and she can be like, yeah, I definitely did. And here's proof. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: Here's the paycheck. She kept, she kept all this stuff. And so, and it's cool to read where she would do two, three, four sessions a day. Yeah. You know, they're, they're starting seven, eight o'clock in the morning. She's finishing at two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and they're going from one studio to the next to the next. Yeah, and, uh, she says, you know, no time to fool around.
0: Yeah, you walk
1: in, plug in and go. Yeah, I don't know if you have you read about her, her just talking about the cartage companies? No, she, she had a favorite cartage. If, if you don't know, you can look it up. But cartage is company you hire to move your gear. Yeah, for you. Um, big in L A, New York and Nashville, really. Um, and she had one company, she had like, I think it was three of the exact same amp, and there were two amps. Okay. And she would give them her schedule. Okay. So that when she got went from one studio to the next, her amp would be there in the spot it's supposed to be miked up and turned on. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> and that was her cartridge company, so she could just walk in, read it, play it, nice. out the door.
0: <laughs> nice. That's That's fantastic. Yeah. I've been checking out a little bit about her um, picking. Uh, yeah, uh, too, because she's also prides herself on being a, a teacher.
1: Yeah, she, I know people who studied with her, Ex- yeah. exceptional teacher.
0: Yeah, um, so I, I'm really big into trying to um, communicate to um, students the importance of holding the pick mm-hmm. in a way that's that's efficient and um, transfers energy. Now, mm-hmm. I've held the pick in a lot of different ways. Over the years, mm-hmm. and um, and I, I think there's some some other valid ways, but just kind of holding that pick on the side of the finger mm-hmm. and the thumb, um, and the fact that she did that on bass. Um, yeah, yeah, you know, I with think it's kind of cool too. A little
1: bit of foam, to mute it. Okay. Um, yeah, she would put a little little foam right here.
0: You know, I saw her with a uh, what kind of base did I see? An I Ibanez. Ibanez. Yeah, and she had that.
1: Yeah, I was was what that was. A piece actually. of foam with some. Uh, masking tape yeah that was kind of her that's her rig and and it's to keep stuff from ringing too long Mm -hmm. and she said you do foam on top if you're playing with a pick you do foam under it's just barely grazing it if you're playing with your fingers okay cool i have tried it she's exactly right that's (laughs) how you do it (laughs) (laughs) that's
0: the impression i get about about her is that she's really got great information yeah yeah uh,
1: I've I've, a lot of experience,
0: obviously. I have,
1: I think, I think her first book Mm. and yeah, she, she lets you have it, (laughs) it's a workout. Yeah. But if you get through it, you're way better than when you started. Yeah. Um, But she does not suffer fools. Yeah. You know, Um, and she really, really knows her stuff. She's in her eighties and still playing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's
1: just, but. Have you gone through her discography? No. Okay, I highly recommend that. Go through that whole thing. Just put aside a day. Yeah. Because you're (laughs) going to need it. (laughs) You're going to need it. Just the TV shows. Mm -hmm. Like if you turn on
0: 60s and
1: 70s rerun TV. Yeah, Yeah. it's like MASH, Manix, Hawaii 50, Mission Impossible, Space 1999, pretty much everything. Mm -hmm. If it was on TV, she played on it. Yeah. And then all these movie dates and all these jingle dates. And then, um, like, Sonny and Cher, she did all their stuff. Yeah. Um, Phil Spector, even though he's completely nuts, um, loved her. And okay. Brian Wilson, she's his favorite bass player, because she's on Pet Sounds and uh-huh. yeah. and all that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah go through the discography it's <laughs> yeah set up you know get some snacks sit down and start reading because yeah. it's endless <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's all with a pick
0: yeah that's, that's really amazing um because it's taken me a while to I, I really love using the pick mm-hmm. um but I do play some classical guitar and I do do some finger finger style things mm-hmm. but um I really find that i i enjoy using the pick and um so it it feels like it gives me a little license to like pick up a bass and be like yeah i'm just gonna play with a pick because it it just seems a little odd to me at first because i I really do like finger picking Mm -hmm. on the bass, um but you know i'm just like well you know this amazing person did it you know Gives it gives full license yeah. to, to just kind of go for it, yeah, you know, for me to, well, to to try to see through some of the biases that I might well, bring do. to an instrument. Just say it, you know, and I'm just gonna play with a pick on bass for a little while.
1: Different hand position is necessary. Playing pick a different holding position for a bass, for a bass versus guitar.
0: Yeah. So, um, you know, I I try on guitar. I'm most experienced doing uh, picking on gu- on guitar. So, especially electric guitar, uh, muting the strings just mm-hmm. becomes incredibly important. Yeah. Um, and also, I find that electric guitar. So, like like. Um, Jocko, how Jocko played. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to adopt that finger style as well, mm-hmm. just to control strings. So I'll I'll take I'll use these two fingers mm-hmm. for alternate, and then I'll I'll kind of rest the thumb on uh, maybe a lower string, and then these two are on the next adjacent string. So, right. so like thumb, pinky.
1: Um, okay. So you, so you're annular. really anchored.
0: Yeah. So I'm I'm anchored. Yeah. So I I try to just generally really control strings and I just kind of h- hop over if I'm playing okay so
1: it's kind of a version of the floating thumb yeah. thing where you get your hand if I can stand here where you've got your hand like this instead of anchoring like this you get your thumb here and you're and you, yeah so you' it it works if you practice it yeah it is maybe not immediately obvious to most players because what you want to do is Plant your thumb and dig in and push down, and yeah. Uh, yeah, and then you're exhausted.
0: Yeah, I did have to work at it for, for quite a while mm-hmm. to get the thumb, uh, rank finger, and um, pinky all on three different getting, strings. Yeah, getting just a, to,
1: yeah, that's it's funny. I've gone more the opposite direction, okay, because I learned to play coming from upright as a kid. Yeah, you anchor your thumb, okay, from an upright, yeah. you kind of have to
0: yeah Yeah. yep yeah. you yeah. said you set it right on the side there. yeah
1: because you're you're in that's a big string you got to get moving yeah um but I really have as I as my action has gotten lower <laughs> this this becomes easier uh, but it also lets me do um kind of a modified guitar technique where I can do thumb one two
0: okay
1: I'm actually adding working on adding ring finger
0: oh really wow okay
1: so I can yeah. You know, so and this this is and i really started doing this because uh dominic di piazza okay does this and you know watch a video of him and get depressed (laughs) wow um yeah um some hadrian farad he does a version of that of this kind of modified yeah almost flamenco yeah thing but it's great because and I'm really sloppy with it, but you can really get some speed. It also lets you anchor your hand.
0: Anchor your hand over there, okay.
1: So you can kind of...
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's one thing I've I've seen. Schofield do something kind of similar where he he takes, um, I think I almost think of it as like a reverse pick where you you, um, go thumb down, and then, then finger, index up, and index yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, so it's kind of like it's kind of like alternate picking, but
1: but with your fingers, but with
0: your fingers. So you're doing kind of like that, almost just keeping these stable and just just kind of doing. Yeah, that. you're just kind of. Yeah, yeah. So it's similar to that.
1: Yeah, which is like I said, watch Dominic D'Piazza do it. The guy is absolute master at that technique. Yeah, because he mostly invented it. Nice. <laughs> <And> <laughs> That's awesome. He, you have to ask ask yourself. How does somebody's brain work that fast? Uh, because his playing is so quick, yeah. and accurate, nice. and super melodic. Yeah. So, well, yes, I'm a big D.Piazza fanboy. That's, uh, that's awesome. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, it's really funny. I see guitar players doing what you're doing, anchoring themselves more, mm-hmm. and bass players loosening up. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Eh, go figure but it works
0: yeah you know the the more I've um, especially recorded um, I've found like really the string string control mm-hmm. of that that D and the G just they just want they just want to jump in there uh, they, get
1: yeah. get in the game <laughs> they, they want to sing along yes. and uh, yeah that's that's why if you know one of the other bass players I will listen to anything he plays is Anthony Jackson mm-hmm. and he does finger style yeah then he does muted with okay. his thumb, yeah, which is more of that because he's a James Jamerson disciple, really, and okay. he loves that yeah sort of Motown,
0: that's cool, you know yeah,
1: uh, but then he plays with a pick, okay, and moves it play over. all over, but he'll do a lot of stuff playing with a pick, yeah, back here where he can mute it. and what I found is you can roll your hand back and forth, okay. To change the, you know, I can, yeah, I can nice. really play with the envelope of the note, yeah, nice, um, which is really a classical guitar trick, because mm-hmm. those guys, they'll get a finger back there, they'll get their pinky back there, yeah, while they're playing, and and will sort of control, go from a very staccato to a very open, yeah, ringing sound, yeah, um,
0: yeah, it's a lot about um, getting different. Different, getting different sounds, and mm-hmm. you know, the f- further back here, the brighter and, right. and, and the warmer. Um, but yeah, you can get all sorts of yeah. things going. Um, we well, should. I, sorry, real go quick.
1: We should probably do an episode that does uh, picking.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Really go over it for both instruments because I could use it. Yeah. So because <laughs> <laughs> my picking stinks.
0: Uh, yeah, um, I mean,
1: I, I'm I'm trying
0: to get better at it um, as well, and. Um, you know, I'm I'm finding like I, I change one thing and then I I can do this one thing better and then I can do this other thing a little worse. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so it's like maybe I could change techniques for yeah. for certain things. Um, yeah, that
1: that might make a good um, maybe a video for the supporters.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Maybe we can do a, yeah. you know, a half hour, forty five minutes on just yeah. picking on the two instruments.
0: Yeah, that's a great
1: idea. Let's do that. So sign up, subscribe, <laughs> you'll be able to see that. Yeah. So um, I guess we should probably
0: start wrapping up here in yeah. a minute. Um, maybe we'll play one more time if that's all right with you. Fine with me. It's... And um, we just reminder, because I got I to gotta keep reminding myself to do this too, is uh, like the video, mm-hmm. subscribe. Um, we're trying to get to 10,000 subscribers here Yeah, we're, within a year. I think I'm on
1: course. I think you've got about 8,500 8, ish. Yeah. yeah. So we're not that far. So right down here somewhere yeah. will be the button and the bell <laughs> and all the stuff. Yeah. Click on everything. Okay. Just. Just do that. It really
0: does help. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the more that you interact and do things like that, if you enjoy somebody's channel, even if it's not at this one or whatever, if, mm-hmm. you know, it really does help. So, yeah. Yeah. So Yeah. support your, uh, your content creator. Your yeah. not so local content creator.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, shall we? Now this tune was actually, it says kind of swing Latin. A lot of guys do it as kind yeah. of a bossa nova. Yeah. You want to do it that way to take sure. it out? Sure. Maybe a little slower? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds yeah, good. Yeah, can.
0: future and uh
1: see y'all later have a great day great practice session see y'all